In this episode, a bit of fascinating and bizarre photography history, with Chicago photographer Henry Jestrom driven to the insane asylum and to his death because of seances performed by the notorious Bang Sisters? Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Fine Art Photography Podcast. It's no secret that the United States has experienced an explosion of interest in the paranormal over the past decade or so. There are television shows and movies and countless YouTube channels dedicated to searching for ghosts, talking to ghosts, and trying to catch images of ghosts. It seems every town has a ghost tour, and all sorts of electronic and old-school devices can be used to communicate with the dead these days. One classic tool popular in horror shows and with the general public are Ouija boards. They can still be purchased, although they're less popular than they were in the 1960s and the 70s when the occult had its last big heyday. But according to the Smithsonian Magazine, the Ouija board originated from the original talking boards or spirit boards used in spiritualism, a belief that the living can communicate with the dead. Spiritualism took root in the U.S. in the 1840s in upstate and western New York state in a region rich with religious fervor that birthed many religious movements, including Millerism, which became the Seventh-day Adventists, and Mormonism. Spiritualism thrived from the 1840s to the 1920s and reached its zenith in the 1890s. Spiritualists believed that the afterlife was a place lively with spirit activity, and that spirits continued to evolve after death, and that spirits were more advanced in the living and therefore could provide wisdom and insight. Of course, spiritualists believed that the living could contact the dead, using people with special sensitivities or abilities who were called spiritual mediums. Mediums could contact and speak to spirit guides, ghostly gurus who were available to offer advice. Now, in the city of Chicago, a pair of industrious but notorious sisters set up a franchise of spirit medium seance parlors around the city where they contacted the dead for a fee. Among their parlor tricks, the Bang sisters, who were May and Lizzie, would produce a piece of slate with a message from the dead that had been inscribed in chalk by an invisible hand. They could also move furniture around the room and other things like that. The sisters were proven to be frauds on several occasions, and they were even arrested for operating a business without a license, for which they were fined in spite of their claims that they were not a business but were in fact ministers. In an 1888 article titled Chicago's Bogus Spiritualists, the Washington Post said Lizzie and May Bangs, under the firm name of the Bang Sisters, conduct the leading spiritualistic establishment in Chicago. Their elegant parlors have been crowded by day as well as by night, and money flowed into their coffers in large streams, end quote. They were skilled enough with their ruses to fool even educated and successful businessmen. They were able to trick one of the investors in the first typewriter by using a so-called spirit typewriter to produce messages from Moses and other famous characters. May was able to dupe a wealthy chemical magnet into marrying her by convincing him that his deceased wife had commanded him to do so. This brings us to our topic, the wealthy Chicago-based portrait photographer Henry Jestrom. I only learned about Jestrom after finding one of his antique cabinet cards in a local shop. The card features an amber-hued portrait of a young brother and sister standing side by side, her in a fine white frilly dress and he in his suit with a pocket watch, both of them wearing scuffed and dirty boots. As is my practice, I began researching Jestrom to see what I could learn about his life and work. I thought for sure there would be a ton of information about him since he practiced his craft in a major American city, but unfortunately, I wasn't able to learn too much about him. But here's what I do know. Henry Jestrom was a portrait photographer who created cabinet card portraits from his studio at 3893 Blue Island Street in Chicago in the 1880s. 
Jestrom's cabinet card imprint placed the studio between 14th and 15th Streets. A quick look at Google Street View reveals that nothing of his studio still remains. On one side of the street are modern glass office buildings, and on the opposite side of the street is a grassy area that may be a park. Jestrom had the unusual but helpful habit of putting the year of the photograph on his cards, making them absolutely foolproof to date. This photo was made in 1884. While many examples of Jestrom's photography can be found online, I could find very little about his personal life except for one tantalizing fact for which he may be best known. Wikipedia cites a bizarre episode reported in the April 17, 1888 edition of the Washington Post claiming that a wealthy photographer named Henry Jestrom had died in an insane asylum after having paid huge amounts of his fortune to a notorious pair of Chicago spiritualists called the Bang Sisters for performing numerous seances. The sisters became scapegoats in Jestrom's death. Did he go insane as a result of the seances, or perhaps after giving away his fortune to the Bang Sisters? I found an original newspaper article from 1888 that discussed the Jestrom Bangs case. Here's what the article said, and I'm quoting. At these meetings, Jestrom paid for communications from absent friends in good money, and undoubtedly got bogus communications. Two slates were put together with a slate pencil between, as is common in such cases, and the spirits of Jestrom two children, who died aged respectively four months and 24 hours, wrote him loving messages. Considering their age at death, their education must have been given them entirely in the spirit world. End quote. The article went on to say, quote, Mr. Jestrom knew these communications were genuine, for he held the slates in his hands and heard the pencil when it began to write. Unfortunately, the convert was seized with a desire common to converts, that is to convert everyone else. But his friends would have none of his newfound treasure and laughed at him to scorn. This ridicule of what he held sacred, it is said, drove him crazy. And there you have it. Whatever the cause of his sad demise, clearly Jestrom was only one in a long line of wealthy men who fell prey to the wily Bang sisters. And sadly, even though he was apparently quite a successful photographer, his legacy is inextricably tied to the Bang sisters as well. For a while, the sisters sold spirit paintings at $1,500 apiece, with Dr. Isaac Funk of the Funk and Wagnalls Encyclopedia franchise being a collector. And in 1901, May was once again married, this time based on the proclamations of a dead mother. And within two years, she rendered her latest husband, a millionaire leather manufacturer, divorced and broke. That story was reported by the Chicago Daily Tribune. Well, I hope you found this strange bit of photographic history interesting. That's all I've got for now. As always, you can find full episode transcripts and links to sources on my blog at iCatchShadows.com. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again real soon.